Welcome to the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And today we have a special guest joining us on the show today. Accredited love mentor, dating coach, relationship mentor, all-around matchmaker, the lovely coach Chelsea Penner. How you doing today? Hello. I'm sorry. Hi, I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm like, hello, hello. Sorry, I had you on mute. <laughs> uh, see, y'all see, guys? See, guys, she muted us out. What is going on? My bad. Please forgive me. <laughs> oh, most definitely. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm excited to talk to you today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know... I just think that it's amazing um, the things that you're doing with bringing healing in the love department. And um, I was real intrigued by it. So I was like, you know what? I need to reach out to this amazing person and try to see if I could get her on the show to help us out in any kind of way with learning. Because it's so much to learn um you know, that, that, that love thing can get complicated, you know, as time goes on and we get older, it can get a little bit complicated, you know, and, um, we can use some guidance on it. We can use some, some guidance. Yeah. Everyone can use guidance. It's, uh, love can be complicated, especially in 2019. So it's, it's, it's all about, I, I guess, um, going back to basics and, um, you know, kind of learning about love because we don't tend to, you know, take the time to really learn about love. Right. Uh, Especially because we all come from, well, not all, but a lot of us come from broken homes and, um, you know, just a, a background that, that aren't conducive to um, very loving relationships. Right. So that's why learning about love and taking the time to educate yourself about love is extremely important in 2019, especially with the swipe culture. Right. Do you think that um, you think that it all ties in with like back back with our um, our adolescent uh at our adolescent stages with um things that we see and and things that we we take in as far as the structural part of understanding um how to love yeah 100% because when you're a child you're a sponge right. and whatever environment you have in front of you is is modeling you know what you should do, you know, you're, as a, as a human being, we're pretty much the only mammal that is 100% dependent upon our parents when we're born. Right. And um, that, that's a very vulnerable state to be in as a new being to 
be loved, and of course you want to receive all the um, food and water and shelter from these parents as possible. Um, and it, we model them because we believe if we, you know, if we practice what they are doing, that we can be successful adults as well. We can be successful humans as well, and we can, you know, learn to get food and water on our own eventually, hopefully. Um, so, yes, uh, we do mimic what we learn early in life, um, obviously sometimes to a fault. Right. Now, um, let's go, let, let's, let's give the, the listeners a little bit of um, history on you. Um, what, what really, like, um, what started this journey for you as far as um, wanting to be a mentor and um, a dating coach and a relationship mentor? What, what was it that inspired you to want to even go into this field? Was it, was it something that you may have experienced or it was something that you kind of gained a passion for along the way as, as time as you got older? There's a lot of answers to that question. Um, well, I'll start with it. It's actually in my DNA. Um, I am a life path number six. Um, and to, to find out what your life path number is, all you have to do is, um, you know, Google life path calculator. And it's basically your date of birth and numerology, which is, you know, the communication with our non-physical self. And um, I'm life path number six. So if you look up what life path number six is, it's all about love and connection. And uh. I, I guess I chose a family that um, wasn't very loving um, so that I could learn um, love at a very early age. Um, that was my biggest struggle was not feeling loved by my family. Right. So um, I just, you know, some of my character that that I created for myself um, was all surrounding the idea that I wasn't getting enough love from my siblings, from my parents. Um, and I found this to be really fascinating as I, you know, got older and found that my friends didn't have the same importance on love and connection that I did. Um I guess I kind of realized I was somewhat unique in that area. Right. And then I decided to get my college degree in human communication, where I learned all about uh, family communication, gender communication, uh, conflict resolution, and, you know, interpersonal communication. It was really, actually, a really great college degree to get. And I actually highly recommended to pretty much everybody because communication is a fundamental value in pretty much all areas of life relationships right. money work everything so um i actually really loved so much i was considering getting a, a graduate degree in uh, conflict resolution and possibly become a mediator and i i got enough credits in psychology, I almost minored in it, but decided not to because I'd stay in college longer and just wanted to get on with my adult life sooner. Um, so I uh, 
after I got my degree, um, I became a certified life coach, and um, I had a personal training business where people needed life coaching, you know, because sometimes if, if people need a trainer, they also need life coaching. Right. Um, so that was, I loved it a lot. I love helping people, obviously. Um, but I found the biggest challenge was love and relationships. And that was like the biggest mystery that, you know, everybody had, including myself, you know, because this was, this was, you know, over two decades ago. So I, I got really fascinated with the topic of love, romance, relationships, sex, intimacy. So I started doing some really heavy research and uh, I've been, you know, really just so fascinated by the topic ever since. So for the last couple decades, I've been fully engrossed in, um, you know, research on dating, on marriage, relationships, sex, uh, romance. It's all really, really fascinating to me. And so I guess some people may want to call me a, a, you know, love and relationship and dating expert. Um, But I, I like to consider myself more of the research expert and, you know, just kind of compiling my knowledge, um, you know, to a client and, uh, you know, whoever wants to hear about this, because I love to share information on love. I think it's one of the most important, if not the most important topics in our life. Right. Um, so that's, that's how it all formulated. And then um, because I was fascinated with this topic, starting with, with life coaching, I veered off my coaching business to just strictly relationships and dating um, about seven years ago. So I've been focused on this specific niche for about seven years. And for a long time, I was just doing a referral-based business. Um, And then recently, uh, last year, I decided to take it public and, you know, do more online courses and, and just kind of spread the knowledge space a lot further so that it's not just a small group of people that are referred to me, right. um, but, but everybody can right. learn about this, I, I, again, think is the most important topic ever. You know, I, I think that it's absolutely uh, wonderful what you're doing. And it is one of the biggest mysteries, you know, just trying to... Um, to understand to understand love more and I, I think that you're right it, it does um we do gather gather intel when we're younger and we do kind of base a lot of things on uh things that we see the way that we were treated um all of those elements do play a factor um into it and sometimes it, it could be um a negative effect that comes from it or sometimes it could be a positive effect. Do you think that it's um, it, it's all about um, the person? Because a person that 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 that's went through um, a troubled childhood by not having love um, can use that to want to seek it more, um, or kind of develop and find their own way, or or, or maybe base it on um, things that they see. Or you know, it's it's so many different elements that that go into it. No, um, I, I I agree. Let me address that. 
a mindset uh, at a very early age that I wanted to be, you know, a good person, and and I I wanted to always be the best I could possibly be. Right. So I decided to get into a lot of self-development work and human studies and um, work on my inner self and my spirituality so that I could um, get past any issues that I've had. And I came from a broken home. Um, My parents got a divorce when I was in third grade, which is another reason that I actually found this topic to be extremely fascinating. Wow, Um, yeah. Because my parents weren't able to make it work. They divorced after 10 years. So I turned all my negative aspects of my childhood into good things, but it took work. And so it's just someone's choice. You know, someone has the choice to either make it work or or kind of be a victim. Right. You know, be a victim of their circumstances and, and their environment. And sadly, too often, a lot of people do make that choice of being the victim. And, um, you know, so my job, you know, now as a, as a love mentor and dating coach is to help educate people that they have the choice. Right. You know, and that they can break the karmic cycle. Um, they don't have to be a, a victim of their circumstances and environment. They can, in fact, have a very healthy relationship, even if their parents did not, or they grew up in an environment where there weren't any healthy relationships. Um, it does require inner work, which you have to be dedicated. Um, so if you're dedicated to do the inner work, if you're dedicated to seek truth, if you're dedicated to understand that the responsibility of your life always falls on yourself, then you will have a happy relationship. So it's always a mindset. It's always a mindset. Let me ask you this. Um, why, why do you think that um, in relationships, um, do you think that, why do you think that it, it's harder um, for some, for some people to um, break away from, uh, and, and let's just say an, a past experience to not, you know, allow it to trickle off into a new situation, but somehow it, it we still look at that person and, and, you know, to me, what, what I'm basically trying to say is why do we, why do we bring old situations into new love situations? Um, there's a couple different parts to that. Um, one, misunderstanding and misinterpreting what that soul contract was with an ex or a previous person from your past. There's a lot of karmic relationships that you have that will help you learn and grow so that you can appreciate your life partner. Mm-hmm. And some people hold on to these karmic relationships because they think that there's only one for them. Wow. And that, that might have been them. Um, you know, there's a lot of theories on soulmates and twin flames, and, and I, I, I believe that we do have multiple soulmates, and we're not stuck with just one. We come here in, in groups of souls, 
so, you know, some people just think, oh, there's only one. And I think media has something to do with that programming. Right. Because media shows us movies about the, the one and only, the soulmate, the one that got away. Um, you know, and, and then, of course, if you're just focused on just there's only one, then you compare everybody um, to that person. Right. And they may always fall short because you're convinced they're the one. So the best way for people to get over past relationships is um, multiple different ways. Number one, just knowing that you, you don't just have one soulmate. There's a few, at least. I mean, even your best friend could be a soulmate right. that you're not attracted to, of course, but your soulmate you will be attracted to. Your life partner will be one of your soulmates. It might not be your first soulmate. You know, your the first soul contract you meet could be someone that's here just to teach you a very valuable lesson. Right. And this lesson is to help you appreciate your life partner that you'll end up marrying. And again, there's a lot of theories. I'm not saying that I'm right and they're wrong or vice versa. Um, I'm just saying that resonates with me. And of course, take what what resonates with you and feels right with you and then, and, and, you know, forget the rest. Another thing to do is, um, you know, when you're trying to get over a breakup or forget an ex, if it's, it's if it's, I guess, um, affecting present relationships or future relationships, then the best thing to do is focus on some self-love. Right. Self-healing. Because sometimes when we're, when we're holding on to, something from our past, we're actually holding on to a pain that's in ourselves and, and might have been in ourselves since childhood. Right. And if we've had this pain since childhood, then this person may have kind of covered it up with the Band-Aid and made you feel a lot better about it. But, you know, obviously that's not going to heal you completely. The only thing that's going to heal you completely is to do the inner work Kill yourself, nurture yourself, and, and then you won't use people as a band-aid anymore. And you might find that, that you appreciated the love that you had with this person and wish them well and kill yourself on all timelines and let it go. And the best way to let it go is to stop all communication completely. That's the best way to forget and move on. So it does not affect any current or future relationships. Got you. Let me ask you this, though. Do you think that, um, <clears throat> do, do you think in, in, in relationships that, you know, it's a shared responsibility, um, and, con and considered, um, consistent work? to continue to keep the relationships um, and longevity of the relationships healthy, it takes um, both people contributing 110% um, on a regular basis. There can't be any shortages in those areas. Correct. That's correct. Um, so usually that's, that's why you have to have good character and be a good person to have a good relationship typically. Um, because people with good character aren't as selfish. Right. And they think more about the we 
entity of a relationship instead of just the me entity of the relationship because there's a there's a me there's a we and there's a you and um, people with a bad character um, are more focused on the the me right and what do I get out of the relationship and what do I get out of my partner you know and so it, it just has good character because if someone has good character they love themselves enough to have love overflowing so naturally they do want the we and the you to be happy and to work and so it's just it just becomes kind of common sense sometimes of making sure your partner is okay making sure that you're speaking your partner's love language making sure that you're respectful of your partner, making sure that you don't talk down to your partner because that's one of the, the number one things that leads to divorce, right. negativity and talking down to your partner and making them feel like a crappy person. Um, and some ways that you can you know, help with this area, you can read books such as The Five Love Languages. And I also talk about this on my YouTube and you can learn your love language so you can communicate that with your partner. And then you can also learn your partner's love language so you can make sure they feel loved every day. Right. And that helps with, um, you know, the relationship communication. It helps with, you know, everything in the relationship, really. And then you can focus on, instead of criticizing, because, again, that's one of the major um, detriments that lead to divorce, Instead of criticizing, you instead of saying something like, you are a terrible person, da da da, or you are always late, blah, 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 right. or you never do this, never. Instead, you can say how something makes you feel. Like, you know, at dinner today, it really made me feel sad that you didn't ask about my day. Right. And you only talked about your day. So that's what... You know, in us in the love mentor world called masters of relationships, that's what masters of relationships do. You know, people that have that are happily married or happy in relationships, they focus on how I'm feeling and don't criticize the other person and, and belittle them and make make them feel worthless and, and invaluable. It's focusing on me. This is how I feel, and it's. Everything in conflicts will go better because 65% of conflicts um, sometimes never go away in a relationship. You know, right. they're persistent conflicts. So if you, if, and, and you just understand that and knowing that, great. And then focusing on how I feel and focusing on speaking their love language, then you'll have a successful relationship. Right. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, you know, one of the one of the questions that I always um, I always ask myself, and um, I, I base it on um, experiences that I've I've went through in my life of um, relationships. Do sometimes I felt like you know nobody's perfect in relationships, but but sometimes I felt like um, I felt like I gave too much maybe at, at, at times to the point to where I felt like 
um, I, I, I felt like I, I got to a point to where I felt like I didn't want to, um, I, I felt used and I was like, you know what? I don't want to, um, experience that feeling of, uh, being hurt because I was hurt once before in my lifetime and um I didn't like the way that it felt but I felt like throughout throughout relationships that I've experienced I felt like I wasn't perfect but I felt like I I gave more um to the situation or I may have felt like I fought more for the situation um and then you start to feel like when when that that person is not fighting as hard as you or people tend to try to shift the weight like nobody really wants to 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 have that spotlight on them when 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 like it's you like okay but then if if it's your situation or something you did then that person you know wants to talk about it a lot but then when it's something that that person did it's it's kind of blowed off a little bit or whatever, or it's not really considered a big deal. Do you think that that's damaging in relationships? Because I, I find that it is. And, and to me, yeah. it tends to not be fair. Yeah. Yeah. One of the key communication skills that people need to have in relationships is listening to the other person's feelings, mm-hmm. not just listening, but also validating, validating their feelings means that you hear them, you understand them, and their feelings are valid. Wow, That's super important, and a lot. Of, it's simple too, and most people just completely bypass this. Right. So, when someone, if you're if you're telling someone very vulnerably, I feel hurt by you, and then they just want to argue with you. Why well, do not understand? This, and you know they kind of argue. Right. It makes for a very very bad conflict because. They're, they're showing that they don't care about how you feel and that, that you're crazy for feeling that way, which is, is all wrong. Right. Um, so the, the proper way to do it is you say, I feel sad that dot, dot, dot. And person validating listens. They stop. They say, okay, I understand you feel sad. You know, I validate that. Uh, I get it. Um, here's my side, and, and they can say their side. That's how you keep the conflict down. But if they don't do that, you know, all you can do is maybe try to educate them, maybe send them a video like or a, a podcast like this. Um, try to educate them. And um, if, they, if they persist on, you know, not watching it, not wanting to evolve, not wanting to mature, um, and not wanting to grow with you, then they're most likely not the right partner to have. Right. Because a life partner in 2019, it's, it's a lot more difficult than it was, you know, centuries ago. Because a life path nowadays, we're kind of requiring them to, to take place of a village. Um, when a long time ago, we used to have villages that took care of all of our needs. And now we place all that on a partner. Right. So that requires a lot. That requires someone that that's smart in business, that's um, intelligent enough to to know how to navigate this crazy world. Um, that requires them to have um, relationship 
um, competency. They need to understand that um, they have to have good communication skills in relationship. They need to understand there's me, you, we. They need to understand there's love languages. They need to understand that disrespect and what that does to relationship and, and how important respect is, especially to men. Men actually value respect more than women do. It's actually more important for a man to hear a woman say, I respect you than I love you. You know, and there's certain things like um, men, the differences between men and women that, that are perpetual conflicts in relationships. And all it takes is for someone to just do some research and understand just how huge the differences are between men and women. So right. that you know when something happens that bothers you, then you can just have stand back and say, okay, this bothers me, but I understand why you're doing it because you're a man, you have 30% more testosterone, and you want to fix things. Right. You know, instead of validating my feelings, you want to fix things. I get it. I appreciate that. But what I'm looking for right now is just someone to vent to and someone that can validate my feelings. And it goes the other way around, too, because a lot of women have become very masculine this day and age. Right. So they take on very masculine um, traits, such as um, being argumentative and um, alpha and um, not being in touch with their feminine side, not being in touch with their emotional side. Um, you know, it causes so many conflicts. It causes so many problems. Never before have we seen this kind of dynamic in relationships where women are so masculine right. and really just don't need a man um, for anything, really, because we even have our sexual needs provided, you know, with toys. So we really don't need a man except for emotional support. And sometimes that can be really difficult for a man because a man really likes to feel needed. Right. So there's, there's so many different nuances going on in a relationship. And if someone is just clueless about how to be a good partner, then, then there's only really two options. Either they, they take the time to learn and they get better and they grow and evolve and, and you stay with them. Or they choose not to learn and grow and evolve, and you have to move on. Wow. Do you think that um, sometimes that we we use we use love as a crutch, knowing in our heart that a situation may not be right, and we've exhausted all means um, in that particular situation, but we use. Um, the word love as an excuse to not separate from a toxic situation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, it, it can come from those childhood wounds that you haven't healed because if you're in a toxic relationship and you love yourself enough and you've done all the inner work to heal wounds, then you would understand that you're in a toxic relationship and you have to love yourself enough to move on. Right. So it all comes down, that comes down to self-love and the choice you're making. I love you, but I love myself more, you know, because I'm going to be, I know for sure I'm going to be in a relationship with myself for the rest of my life. So what do I want from me? Do I want a partner that treats me badly? Or do I want a partner that treats me well? Do I want to settle for somebody that I know loves me 
not knowing if I'll find someone that, that loves me again. Right. You know, that's unnerving sometimes. It, it can be like, oh, no, I don't know if I'll ever find love again. You will. As long as you become loving of yourself and that makes you a good person, you have good character, love is no issue, no problem for you, ever. You will attract the ideal partner when you are the ideal partner. So there's never a state of fear you should be in, ever, with love. Wow, you know what? Toxic relationship, it's it's all about your choice, your love for yourself, and your standards. That's, That's deep. That's deep, and that's that's very interesting. So, so basically, and it, it starts it starts with self first, because like, yes. how can you love? That makes sense. How can you love somebody else, and you don't even love yourself? So both, Correct. if if both people are loving their self and both have self love, then it's easier. To love each other. Absolutely. Be- wow, that's 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 pretty dope. Yeah, that's what I call um, love one-on-one. And, um, you know, at the very beginning, like, you know, the, the sooner in life, the better. The younger you are, the better to start with self-love. And that whole healing process, you know, I call it a healing process because a lot of us come from, you know, kind of more of a treacherous childhood. Right. It's a lot more rare to right. find people that come from, like, perfect, loving, you know, childhood. But the process of self-love should start, you know, pretty early, hopefully. And that's one-on-one. Relationships are advanced. They're 202. So it's after you've completed the one-on-one course of self-love. Now, sometimes I actually see a lot of people being kind of stuck in the self-love stage. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of this is sometimes like people in the spiritual fields and, and um, you know, they, 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 they really do get super stuck in the self-love stage and forget that they have to learn different and, and advanced skills to learn, you know, a 202 course, which is relationships. Because it's a it's a dance with a whole other person, and and you can learn your, to love yourself for for decades, um, but then there's like a whole other new learning curve that you have in relationships, and uh, you know the sooner you can get practice and started on that, the better. And I and I do like to think of dating sometimes as practice, right? Um, you know, for your for your marriage partner and some people that are stuck in self love. They, they tend to focus in, in, um, on being scared of dating and, and um, afraid of dating because they love themselves. They got so comfortable in the self-love bubble, you know, and they're like, oh, I don't want someone to mess it up. I finally have <laughs> right. I finally have inner peace. But what, what they fail to realize is they'll have even more peace. They'll have even more enlightenment and evolution when they're in a, a an, an enlightened partnership and a divine partnership, um, they'll experience happiness that they've never experienced before. And sometimes you don't know because you don't know what you're missing until you have it. Right. And if you don't have it, you don't know what you're missing. Absolutely. Yeah, so people kind of get stuck in self-love stage. 
And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the self-love stage. I'm just saying you have to be aware when you've, I guess, somewhat mastered, you know, love 101 and, and need to advance yourself to 202. Right. Do you, do you believe that, um, do you believe that when you're in a relationship, whether it be in a monogamous relationship or, um, rather it be married, do you, do you think that it's healthy to have friends of the opposite sex? Do you think that that can coexist, um, with having, um, relate with having a relationship? about this um i believe that it's possible to have friends of the opposite sex but you have to have your boundaries set you know you 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 have to be um straightforward enough to to have rigid boundaries and sometimes even express that with a friend if they ever seem like they're somewhat flirting you have to be friends with them enough to say look you need to respect my relationship. Right. Because a relationship is a rare commodity, especially in 2019. There's more single people than people in happy relationships. It's become a rare commodity. It's become even more rare than being a multimillionaire. Because to be honest with you, being a multimillionaire can be a lot easier in 2019 than having a happy relationship. Right, right. So you have to protect that. And you have to make sure that you have very strong boundaries. And you have to make sure that you have very solid communication with your partner. You know, if they're going to be spending time with someone of the opposite sex, you have to be prepared to FaceTime them when you guys are together or talk to them when you're, like, anything that makes your partner feel more comfortable, you have to be prepared to do that. You have to be prepared to have that friend meet your partner. You know, you just have to have and 100% respect of your relationship and how your partner may feel. And I think it's important that, um, you know, if, if your friend does start to get out of line, um, if you do give them the, the solid, like, here's my boundary, you need to respect the relationship, and they still try to flirt, you have to cut them off. Right. You just, you, if, if love is, is important to you at all there's no ifs ands or buts you have to cut them out I actually just did this the other day with with a friend that wasn't respecting my relationship and I ended up blocking him after I firmly said I am only talking to you about business right now and he still insisted and I said you know what I'm done I gave you enough warnings and I blocked him wow and I've known him for for years I've known him longer than my you know my man but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Because love is more important. And finding finding my soulmate has been a lot harder than finding friends. So what's it to you? You know, what are your priorities in life? Wow. That 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 was it was it hard to um to disconnect from a um, a friend that I'm I'm pretty sure that, you know, you you've had love for, you know, on a friend level was, you know, and I know it probably bothered you that um, that that friend didn't respect um, your relationship enough 
and sacrificed the whole the whole friendship um behind his feelings um or whatever he maybe he may have been feeling at that time. Yeah, of course it bothered me, but again, I have priorities. You know, it's it's taken me, you know, over 30 years to find someone like this. Why would I screw that up just for a friend? Right. You know, friends friends are so much easier to make. They are. When it comes to a life partner, there's so many more variables that, that have to be in place for it to work. So why why screw that up? Absolutely. You know, it, it's it's like it's like exchanging a, a dollar for a penny. I don't care. I'll throw the penny away for to keep the dollar. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, do do you um, do you find it difficult? Um, with, with being, um, so knowledgeable in, in that, in that area of love relationships, do you, do you find that you have a slight advantage, um, as far as in a relationship, in your relationship, um, because that's, it is a form of power. Um, do you ever feel at, at, at any time that, um, you know, it, it's kind of weird what I'm asking you because it's like, t t you're sort of like a super, a superhero, like, you know, with, with having that ability and have, and, and it's simply knowledge, but it's still knowledge is power. And, um, do you ever feel you have a slight edge or you continue to be that mentor and teacher towards your partner? as well well i when you said power i kind of cringed a little because i don't i don't <laughs> align with the word power for for i guess knowing what i know right because anyone can have it you know it's just a matter of like what your priorities are and you know researching something i just put more energy into this topic than most people but actually, before my previous relationship, my current relationship, before my current relationship, mm -hmm. it is actually not a great thing how much I knew, um, because I always did know more than my partner. Right. Um, and then I would end up kind of trying to teach, and that's not sexy, <laughs> you know, especially to a man. Right. They, they feel a little emasculated, and... There's nothing sexy about a woman teaching them how to act right, <laughs> how to, how to, you know, be a better person. Usually, but you know what? In a way, it is. If 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 like if you really like put your masculinity and all that stuff to the side and really really look at it, mm -hmm. like this woman could actually teach me the way that she wants to be loved. I think that that's. I think that's pretty dope to have that ability to because I mean who wouldn't want to know like because a lot of relationships could have been saved if there were more communication in that area right there you, you know what I'm saying Agreed. because like who wouldn't want that's like having a blueprint to you know hey look um I like you you like me um clearly we like each other here's my blueprint Here's your blueprint, and let's study these, and and let's live forever together. Yep. 
Well, it, 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 for me, I think it's a great thing. But again, you know, the previous relationships, um, they were too immature to appreciate it. Got you. And so that got in the way. Maturity ended up being a, a really big deal and really huge part of my decision-making factor before I, I got in my current relationship and all my decisions that I made for, you know, deciding if I wanted to move forward with someone I'm dating. And I've noticed the age doesn't really matter because I would date uh, 50-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 30-year-olds, and I, I realized that maturity had less to do with that and more to do with mindset. Uh. And their consciousness and their willingness to grow and learn. And my current boyfriend was watching some of my dating coach and love mentor videos. So I think he learned a lot from that, but also from his parents, because I believe his parents did a really good job of raising him and showing what healthy love looks like. Um, so with my current relationship, it's not a problem. It's actually really good. It's really good because we can and communicate and work things out. Right. You know, because things, things come up in every relationship, no matter how healthy they are. Right, right. And usually they, they're, they're kind of just learning curves, learning each other. And um, something that comes up a lot is the difference between how men think and women think, you know, women being more emotional than men, men not really understanding it. So me being able to understand him as a man and why he reacted a certain way, I, I don't judge him you know, for that, I'll say, I understand, I love that you're a masculine man, and I really appreciate it. Right now, I need you to understand I'm being a woman, and I'm having a lot of feelings and emotions for no reason other than maybe just hormones. <laughs> <laughs> and he appreciates that I can talk that out, and I know what's going on with myself, whereas a woman that might not be educated would just, like, fly off the handle and not really know why. Right. So, yes, it helps in a healthy relationship, and it helps with someone that's mature and can appreciate it, but it's actually worse in a relationship, like with my previous ones, where they're immature, they don't appreciate it, they think I'm just telling them what to do, right. you know, they're misinterpreting that I'm, I'm trying to help them with the relationship, I'm trying to give them the keys to succeed with me and the relationship, and maybe their future relationship, right. they just misinterpret it as, oh, Chelsea's telling me what to do. Um, but they do always end up appreciating it, and of course, whatever girls they end up marrying will hopefully appreciate me a lot, because man, I went through hell with those guys. Wow, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm not going to benefit from that at all, you know, the, the next woman will, but, you know, you're welcome. Right. <laughs> I want to, um, let's take, let's take time out. Man, I could talk to you forever, man. Um, I want to take time out. For um, for you can can you put can you put your social platforms out there for anybody that that needs help that would like to talk to you to would like to ask you any questions that they want to ask you about um, love relationships or just some advice um, can you put put ways to connect with you out there for the uh, listeners? Yes, of course. You can find um, me and how to connect with me as well as all the services I offer and all my social media platforms on my website. It's lovementorchelsea.com. I'll spell it L-O-V-E-M-E-N-T-O-R 
And your IG and your uh, I, my Instagram is it's the Love Mentor as well as my Facebook and on YouTube it's Chelsea Love Mentor. Awesome, and uh, you know, you know you, you're gonna, you're gonna have to come back on this show because there's so many things that we didn't cover. I absolutely got caught up. You know, in a conversation with accent things and just intrigued by some of the things that you were saying. And I learned a lot in such a short period of time. Um, You got to come back on the show. Yeah, I would love to come back. Uh, A lot of my conversations end up being over an hour. My last podcast was two hours. (laughs) It is a very interesting topic, you know, and and people love learning about it. Uh, The right people love learning about it, of course. Right. So I love, I love it's no ceilings with this conversation i mean like you know it's so much and and and, in each topic is so many different levels to it exactly that's why it's hard for me to just do one coaching session with my clients because there's just so much ground to cover um that's why i always suggest multiple coaching sessions so that they can really get the most amount of help possible. And if people, coaches, or excuse me, my clients that do that have the, the most benefits than the ones that just do the initial consultation. Initial consultation is mostly, honestly, me getting to know them and where they're at and then giving as much value as I can with the last seconds that we have, you know, left in that session. Right. But, yeah, people people that, that invest themselves Always come out on top every time, right? And I think that that's with um, I think that's with with anything that we do. You know, the more time that we invest into um, perfecting whatever we're trying to do, whether it's relationships, um, career, our goals, I think that you know, if we the, the more that we invest into it, the better that we will become. on just really briefly that men especially forget about dating because women um we we we're looking for a life partner most of us some some little girls want to have fun right those aren't the high value ones that you want high value women want a life partner and we want a life partner that that knows how to succeed in life and if you're half-assing dating us and pursuing us we assume you're half-assing in everywhere else in life as well. Wow. What you do with one thing in life, you probably do with others. So, yes, if you invest in someone and something, such as a topic of love, then you're going to succeed at it just like you would in if you were to invest in yourself in self-development. Right. You'll become better in all areas of life. If you invest in yourself, for, you know, businesses and money, you'll be successful. So it, it is, you know, with one thing, with all things, for sure. I just think that with love, people tend to forget the value and importance of it, especially men, because men, men kind of, I guess they hear, um, what they hear a lot of is the men that are complaining yeah. about their failure, yeah. getting a divorce, and how much it's cost them. Right. 
But what they're not talking about is how much more money they probably made because of the woman pushing him and his drive to provide for his woman and his family is exponentially higher in a relationship than by himself. So they always fail to talk about, you know, how much more they made because of her. Right. You know, but that, that's a huge factor, you know, that, that a lot of people do forget. Um, everything's heightened in life when you have love. Right. Love hires your vibration. When it hires your vibration, you're a better creator. You bring in more good things in your life. Right. Man, I'm telling you, it you you have to come back on the show. Like, yeah, we gotta go in. I, I, I we gotta go in, and I'm, I wanna um I'm gonna allow um a couple people to to uh, call in to talk to you. We 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 definitely have to do this, and I'm going to um connect with you. We'll connect um after the show, and um I want to try to set some things up to where um. Cause it's, it's it's so much, and so many people um, have so many questions, and we we didn't even touch the surface on on some of these questions or whatever. Like I say, I was just intrigued and got caught up with everything that my structure. I kind of got off course with no, this. It's okay, it's easy to do, and I'm happy to answer questions. So if anybody has questions, feel free to comment on my YouTube. Uh, comment. Uh, they can comment on your podcast, right? Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and, and we'll set up another show and, and we'll answer those questions. Wow. Thank you so much. Um can you can can you before before you go, I always ask my guests to drop some um to drop a few jewels, um anything that, that you would wanna share with the listeners, new listeners, your fans that's listening in right now. I always ask my guests to drop some jewels on them before they leave. I feel like I already did drop some jewels. You, you really did. You, you, you really, okay, really did. Um, Any words of encouragement? Uh, some heading out words of encouragement. So, know that when it comes to statistics, people in happy relationships are the happiest people in the world. And these are based on um, tests that are taken emotional test. So it's well worth it to invest your time, invest your energy, and learn how to become the ideal partner so you can attract the ideal partner and you can keep the ideal partner because statistics show that you will be in the relationship 1%. Kind of like how they talk about the rich 1%. Right. You'll be in the relationship 1%. Wow. And then the money part will be easy. It'll it'll flow so much easier. If you struggle in that area, it'll flow. But if you're just focused on the money part, you'd be surprised how much harder it is to actually find love right. after you have money. Absolutely. Because then you wonder, what did they really like me for? Exactly. Wow. You hit it on the nail. Chelsea, I just want to thank you again for me and the Vibe team for you taking time out of your super busy schedule to hang out with us for a little while and, and drop buckets of knowledge on us. Man, we've, I've learned so much today, and I know that my listeners learned a lot, too, and um, I really, really appreciate you doing this and blessing our show. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you having me on. I'm so happy that you learned, and I'm, I'm happy that everybody listening has learned as well. That's my goal. Absolutely. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my special guest coach, Chelsea Penner. We out. We out. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.